Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me, as always, is the Right Honourable Judge, Mr. Connor Lawler. You are all sentenced to have a good time. Oh, he's the party judge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, who's got two tubs and loves a rave. This judge. That's right. He hit himself with his little mallet just then. It was hilarious. <laughs> Connor, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing pretty good until I got like that high high enough job. Um, that I, I am doing pretty good. I mean, it's Friday. We're all very excited. It's the weekend. Now, I feel like through lockdowns, weekends kind of lose your a, a lot of their luster, is what I'll say. But That's it. I sit on a different seat on the couch on weekends. <laughs> I moved from my work desk to a different chair. <laughs> so, but Sean, what I'm most excited about is that this week in Hero Zero, it's, so I normally do DC characters, correct? And correct. you normally do Marvel characters. And Incorrect. So, <laughs> I have misjudged what we've been doing here for a few years. <laughs> but um, what, what happened last week was it was my report. And so that means that this week it is your report. And I have heard through the grapevine, Sean, that you are doing a certain character that relates to hmm, something that's to do with WandaVision or something like that, Sean. But uh, please elaborate. Yes. So I was happily scrolling through the Detective Divilman's discussion group one evening. And uh, patron of the show, long-time supporter, Ed Ball... Uh, dared to propose that we do a hero or zero on Mephisto. He, he double dog dared and said, if you don't do it, you're not allowed to join his gang. That's right, and I really want to be in the gang, as <laughs> you, as you cool. well know. <laughs> I, I love peer pressure. And so Mephisto's a character that I've, like, through writing various reports, I've encountered bits of Mephisto here and there. Uh, we've discussed him in relation to WandaVision. I've never really done a deep dive on everything to do with Mephisto. And 
he's one of these characters that has been consistently retconned into being different reasons for something happening. So Right, so so when they can't come up with a reason, also Mephisto is the devil of the Marvel universe, or he says that he's the devil. So yeah. <laughs> in in that regard, like if something supernatural happens or something bad happens, I'm assuming they just say, Well, if we can't figure out a reason, Mephisto is probably behind it. Exactly. We can we can chalk this up to Mephisto. So yeah. the, the report I've got is kind of a, a condensed version, everything smashed together into what it, it's more about, um, it's not really a biography of Mephisto, it's more about, he, here's everything that Mephisto stands for, okay? <laughs> and I'm sure they're all like sunshine and rainbows here. Oh, you're going to love it, Connor. Oh, also, oh! for any big Mephisto fans out there, I left out all the stuff about his kids because it's too fucking weird for me. So, And that it also actually includes Wanda. In, in a way, it depends. Okay, I'm going to get into it. So, <laughs> okay. Mephisto is a fictional character appearing in uh, Marvel comic books. Uh, character mm-hmm. first appeared in The Silver Surfer number three from December 1968 um, okay. and was introduced into the Marvel Universe by Stan Lee and John Bushima based on Mephistopheles, who is a demon from the the Faust legend. Um so he's based on an actual demon from like old mm. folk tales kind of thing. That's um, actually a pretty good. That's a that's a pretty cool backstory so far. Yeah, it's a pretty good one to pull from. Um, mm. He's the he's notable for being the arch enemy of Johnny Blaze, um, but has also come into conflict with conflict with other superheroes such as Doctor Strange and Spider Man in the Marvel. Sorry, universe. who did who did he come into conflict with? Oh, this is Ori all over again. <laughs> I don't like yes! this. I never get a mispronunciation. <laughs> I love it. I'm normally the one who cannot say things. There's all kinds yeah. of fucking like mystical and magical names in this, by the way. And I fucked up yeah. the word conflict. <laughs> it does not shine you in a good light for what is to come. No, it doesn't. Now, Mephisto claims to have been created, along with many other demons, by uh, a supreme being, a celestial, whose suicide resulted in the creation of the Marvel Universe, along with the Infinity Gems. Right, Uh, okay. He also claimed that the reason that he is totally evil is because the being that created him had no concept of what it was to be good. So he couldn't... uh, put good onto Mephisto. Now, here's the thing. You've said twice he's claimed. So, we don't know this to be true. This is just him saying he could be just like a classic edgelord, like, I'm fucking evil because the guy who created me, he was pure evil. He didn't even know what good was. That's who I come from because I'm a badass. Yeah, it is, like, it, Mephisto is all about manipulating people. So, anything that can you know, up his reputation as this terrifying force of evil, he will jump at that. Like Okay. Um so he rules a fiery pocket dimension that he calls hell. Um although it is not the hell of the Christian religion. <laughs> that he calls hell. Yeah. Like There's a lot of like clarifications in this report. Like, it's just it's a lot of him saying, This is hell and someone's like, No, hell's over there. What did I fucking stutter? 
This is hell now. Go tell your friends this is the place that's called hell. (laughs) Well, you're along the right lines there. Mephisto calls his realm hell in order to exploit Earth human beings' belief in a single being of absolute evil, often referring to himself as Satan. (laughs) I mean, it's just a... he just wants to be somebody's not. He's just like, he's the ultimate, like, act like you belong kind of job. Yeah, he, he's faking it until he makes it. Exactly. He um, often appears in the form uh, of, like, what humans conceive to be the devil. Like a man in a suit with wild hair and a goatee. Um, okay. It's not known whether this is Mephisto's true appearance or one that he has adopted in order to resemble the oh. devil. Like, in real life, he's just a blob. Like, he's adopted everything about his personality and everything else from all this other stuff. Yeah, it's... It, it's, But but also he is... Like, he does have really weird magical powers that you could honestly believe he was the devil. Um, oh, yeah. So, it, and the next paragraph just clarifies that. Mephisto allows people to believe him to be Satan himself. However... He is not the biblical Satan, uh, nor any actual devil as seen in, like, mythology. The real Satan has yet to be seen in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I suppose, but I also like that he buys into that. I think that's a nice character trait that, weirdly, I know this is a strange thing to say in a character that's based in hell and is a devil, but it kind of grounds him. And makes him more of a character that, like, he's not the actual devil. He's just a guy that's like, well, I'm not going to say I'm not the devil, if you believe that. I'm just going to let it keep going. And most of Mephisto's power comes when he's in his own, like, dimension. Once he's on the regular Earth, like, the longer he's on Earth, first of all, the weaker he gets. Um, But once he's on Earth, he mostly has to rely on being able to trick people to do his Pull rabbits out of hats. As the as the devil is known for doing, <laughs> as we all know, I seen that on a magic show at once as a child. I went, "It's the devil! Get him!" So Mephisto is continually seeking to add spirits of sentient beings to his realm um, by convincing them to submit to him. Um, he pr- he primarily seeks to enslave human souls, although he will go after extraterrestrials as well. Um, so he just wants a bunch of souls bound to his will, basically. And and yeah, it's it's he's like a mob boss, basically. Yeah, in a very weird way, he is because he's just he cultivate he has a cult of personality around him, basically, and he convinces people that if you do this, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. But mm. there's always clever tricks that he plays that means that he always ends up on top. For example, in the Johnny Blaze report that you did a few weeks ago, <laughs> yeah. we had to hear about what happened to his father, which I am still not over emotionally, but at the same time, it did make me laugh for quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it. Like, yeah, your father won't die of cancer. He'll die immediately after this conversation in a motorbike yeah. oh, crash. he's absolutely fine. Now let's watch him do his daredevil stunt. <laughs> ah, there he goes. <laughs> So, and this is really interesting. This wasn't something that I'd known, but Mephisto has made repeated unsuccessful attempts to break the will and enslave the soul of the noble alien known as the Silver Surfer. Uh, Aye, and so so the Silver Surfer, who, like, he's meant to be very, I don't know, valiant. He's, he's, He's a bit of a hero. 
Yeah, he's like the Silver Surfer is like, and I'll do a report on him someday because he's like a living martyr. Um, he 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 values freedom so much that in order for other people to be free, he will enslave himself to Galactus. Um, he has, who, as like, we've discussed, is a big cloud. Is a big cloud canonically. Uh, <laughs> canonically, in Fantastic Four two, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Correct, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but like, uh, just on the Silver Surfer. He spent, you know, the way he leads Galactus to planets that he can eat for energy. That's his yeah. whole thing. The Silver Surfer, for hundreds of years, sought out planets in the galaxy that had no life on them at all, but that Galactus could feed on. And then he yeah, ran so out like, of those and had to do living eventually, beings. Yeah, he had to go to people, but he would go ahead of them and to warn them. That's it. That's it. So they could form defenses and things like that. Um, now, in order to, you know, enslave the soul of the Silver Surfer, Mephisto kidnapped Shalabal, who is, if you'll remember from Fantastic Four 2, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Um, I don't. Oh, right. <laughs> Whatever you're about to say, I don't. Well, that was the love interest of Norin Rad, who is the Silver oh. Surfer. Oh, of course, of course. It was a very strong plot point in that film. <laughs> so... Um, Mephisto kidnapped her and used her to force the surfer to do his bidding and give up his soul. Taking Shala to his realm, Mephisto was shocked when the surfer was able to follow him into there. Um, Mephisto attempted to, you know, seduce and tempt the surfer with riches and women, trying to corrupt his soul. Mm. However, the surfer has pretty much unbreakable will and was able to resist the temptation. Um, in a so final- Mephisto's whole deal is just that he is constantly looking to corrupt people. Like yeah. he finds the best people he can and just corrupts them, or in some way makes it so that they owe him somehow. Exactly. Yeah, he's trying to. In a way, he's trying to bring everyone down to his level. Like he gets a real enjoyment out of taking the purest soul he can find and making it do wrong. So could he do? Could he like? I don't know. Manipulate Cap. I suppose is the only one that was coming to my mind. Yeah, like, well, to be fair, Captain America is very strong of heart and things like that. Um, I'll get into it a bit more in his powers and abilities, but mm. the person has to accept it, is the whole thing. It has to be a deal. Yeah, see, otherwise he has no power. Like, if he just keeps offering things, you keep saying no, he's basically useless. Exactly, but if you allow yourself to give in to that, then you're like, he's won. Okay. Um, so in a, fin- in a final attempt to try and corrupt the surfer, Mephisto absorbed the surfer into his own mind um, in an attempt to be like, hey, we're thinking the same and I'm thinking bad thoughts, so you're going to be corrupted. However, the opposite happened and Mephisto found that the surfer's purity was now influencing his mind. Releasing the right. surfer, Mephisto admitted defeat but not before sending Shalabal back to the, her home planet and sending the surfer back to Earth. So he split them up? He split them up again in, in, in a sour grapes scenario. As, as I'm sure, I was of, of the impression that this man would take that willingly and be very gracious in defeat. Uh, Mephisto, not a great loser, I'll say <laughs> no, it to you. I could, very similar to the Predator. <laughs> he's a poor sport. <laughs> he's a poor sport, really. Like, he's like, I'll give you all these riches. No. Well, fuck you, okay? I'll do something that really just shits on your day. 
So, Mephisto is obsessed, nearly, with getting the surfer's soul. Because he sees them as, like, the ultimate uncorruptible soul. The biggest Um, challenge. The biggest challenge, exactly. That if he can do it to the Silver Surfer, he'll do it to anyone. Um, So his next attempt uh, was to use uh, the ghost of the Flying Dutchman. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Comics are weird. (laughs) Yeah, and he superpowered. Also, the Flying Flying Dutchman's name is called Juice van Straten. Um, Of course. He was a pirate who led his his, uh, crew into a storm looking for treasure. Um, All of the crew uh, were allowed to go on to, like, the the realm of death. Uh, But the Flying Dutchman himself was, like, left in limbo forever because it's like, you killed all these people, effectively. Okay. But Mephisto's like, hey, you defeat the surfer for me. You break his will. I'll get you out of limbo. No stress. No stress. Yeah, I bet he always ends every deal with no stress, guys. No stress. No, no pressure. Stress. No pressure on you. I don't want to force no. you into anything. No, I. He, he's like he's like someone on the phone trying to sell you something. Like he's just like no stress now, right? I honestly, I'm on your side, and I feel like if you want to say no, back out at any given moment. But at the same time, the deal's there. The deal's there if you want to sell yourself. It's on the table. It's, it's in. It's in your. It's in your hands. Um. <laughs> So the two, the two battled, but after the battle, um, the ghost renounced Mephisto. He was like, fuck you, Mephisto. You don't care about me. I'm not going to send another man to limbo uh, just for the sake of you settling an old score. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, so what Mephisto does, he starts to banish uh, the Flying Dutchman back to limbo. However, the surfer, the silver surfer truly understanding the torment of the flying Dutchman's soul, sheds a single tear, which breaks the curse on the ghost, freeing him <laughs> from limbo and allowing him to reach eternal rest. Comic books! Yay! <laughs> so he just needed literally one person in the entire universe he, to feel just, sorry for him. <laughs> he just needed to watch the fucking notebook. Just a little. Just a little. A bit of Marley and me now would have solved that years ago. Oh my god, I'm not allowed to watch Marley and Me. Apparently it's too happy? (laughs) Yeah, the ending is really happy. (laughs) So this next bit, you might remember this from my Doctor Doom report. Um, Oh, Mephisto is in a battle with Doctor Doom, but I can't really remember other than that. Yeah, so uh, Doctor Doom's mother, Cynthia Von Doom, um, faced constant persecution at the hands of the Baron of Latveria and his men. In an attempt to punish them, she made a deal with Mephisto, promising him her soul. Um, so Mephisto gave her powers to enact her revenge, uh, is, the way, is the way it was worded. Now, that's going to be important. Um, it, he, yeah, he seems like the type of guy that the wording is very vague. So he yeah, fuck with you. exactly. He always sets the terms. Okay. Um, so Cynthia walked into a village and started killing the Baron's men. But unbeknownst to her, the magic she was using also killed every child in the village. What? Yep. Yep. Horrified. Oh, no. Horrified, <laughs> yeah. And Mephisto's Connor. like, hey, you shouldn't have read the lines. <laughs> read the small print. Fuck you. No worries. No ca- I'm not stressing no you, though. It's in your but hands. But you have killed a lot of kids. <laughs> You've Anakin Skywalkered them, let's be honest. <laughs> to be fair, the younglings, 
they're no more. Now, I, I will be honest with you now, you probably should have read the fine print. It was clearly there. I whispered it to you, but you weren't listening. So, horrified over what she had done, she renounced the power and was at that moment stabbed by a dying guardsman. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. So, right. she survived long enough to wander into the woods where she died in the arms of her husband. Uh, making him promise to keep their son Victor from walking the same path as her. Um, yeah. Upon her death, and I think he did a good job. He, oh, father of the year, might I say, <laughs> Victor Doom? Nothing bad on that guy. So, upon her death, her soul was trapped in Mephisto's realm, where it was to be tortured for all eternity. Um, now, what I what I will say about that wording, the way it's explained, Mephisto gave her the power to enact her revenge he didn't give her the power to control it ah oh, right yeah makes sense so he okay. essentially lit a fuse and just pointed her towards a big barrel of gunpowder he's just a shit house. yeah he's a little shit but like yeah. technically he's he hasn't broken any rules <laughs> technically, like, technically it's fine <laughs> technically it's fine um, so Doctor Doom is allowed to summon and challenge Mephisto once a year to try and win back the soul of his deceased mother. Uh, However, he loses every time to the Prince of Lies, which is also another name for Mephisto that I think is fucking amazing. Yeah, Um, that's a pretty good name. And every time that he loses, the people of Latveria hate him slightly more. What a bad deal. Because he can't defeat Mephisto. Mephisto's just, he's too strong. Like, is he like half a god or is he just, how does he defeat Doom? Because Doom is quite powerful. Doom is quite powerful, but we will get to the 1 to 7 rating. Oh, so Mephisto's system, just a fucking. Like, Mephisto's <laughs> half a god, and Doom's like, I got a cool suit. I'm I gonna can, fuck him up this time. I I have magic, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I fought Mr. Fantastic. He's shit. So, this is um, the, the very brief summary of any one division related uh, Mephistoing. So, okay. Meph- some shards of Mephisto's soul were used by the Scarlet Witch to give birth to twin sons, Tommy and Billy. Uh, he eventually reabsorbed them as he was like, hey, these are this is part of my soul, um, and effectively ended their existence. Um, now, Wanda... I'm sure Wanda definitely took that cably. Oh, absolutely she did. Mm, but yeah. Wanda, throughout all of this, had also reanimated her mentor, Agatha Harkness, Um who and then she used Agatha to cast a spell on herself to make her forget her children in order to ease her pain. Right. Okay. Um, the the two the twins were later reborn um, as like they were reincarnated essentially um, as Speed and Wiccan. And we um, what this is important is that because one division is going on when this is released, by the way, I have not we have not seen the latest episode. Of one division. No, we've seen up um, to episode five at the time of recording. Up to, up, as, up to the time of recording, yes. So what we'll say is, at the start of the series, we were very much of the impression that maybe Mephisto was creating this whole world that Wanda was in. Now, that might be slightly changed as the series has gone on, but Mephisto will be in one of these shows, whether it is Loki or in one division. We don't know which one. Yeah, we've seen... we think we've seen a tease of him in the Loki trailer. There's a stained glass of a devil. Um, I feel which, like this is just conspiracy theories at this point. Until it happens, we sound mental. Absolutely. Absolutely we do. But that's what I love about this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so that's just, and I, I also like the the note there that um, Wanda is using other people to cast spells on herself as well. That's a really interesting concept to me. Mm, it might come up later. It might indeed. Um, mm. And then there is uh, just a couple more Mephisto-related events I want to mention there. So when Spider-Man's Aunt May was wounded from being shot, um, Mephisto approached him and offered him a deal. Oh, so sick. He saved her from death. But yeah. he, he, do you remember this? He, he erased... No, no. Sp- I don't know. I don't remember this specifically, but I know Mad May is already fucked <laughs> to make this deal happen. Go on. It's actually one of the few times it's worked out fair enough. Um, okay. So uh, he saved her from death, but erased Spider-Man's marriage to Mary Jane Watson and all of the happiness that it brought. Ah, classic Peter Parker move. <laughs> and conveniently for the comic writers, this took place just after Civil War. Um, it also erased the public knowledge of Spider-Man's secret identity. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it is really good when you have Mephisto there. For, like, we all know with comic books, if a, if a series goes on long enough, you take a character to a, to a certain point where it's just too far gone. And so after Civil War, everyone knows Peter Parker's Spider-Man. He's revealed himself. He's no longer secret identity or whatever. Um, he's also a little older so there's a scenario there where Peter Parker's kind of losing a bit of his luster with the kids and we've nowhere to go with our stories so where do we go well we reverse it yeah and just we say just erase we reset the whole start, thing reset it and start again which they do every 20 years anyway in comic books because stories go fucking out of hand because they think why don't we kill him and then, then we're like oh that'd be a good issue and then three weeks later we're like fuck we have to bring him back how are we going to bring him back? <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to tell stories, guys. We can't kill off Spider-Man forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I can understand why Mephisto's like the he's like the bullet in the barrel for the writers. Yeah, he's like the the, the he's the scorched earth policy in some senses. Like he can just you can make a deal and he can do pretty much anything. Because, um, um, like you say in DC, they do Crisis on Infinite Earths, or they do some sort of, like, comic-bending, time-bending thing. Whereas, in Marvel, they have Mephisto there, he could just do- reset it for a certain character. Exactly, yeah, like, specifically on that one character. And that character it makes that deal, which is interesting, because the character chooses to let that happen then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, just before I get to the powers, this is one thing I thought you would find cool. So, Mephisto likes um, to, at closing time, choose a random bar and talk about his day. Uh, if you listen and survive, he will give you a tip. Um, the last time we saw this in comics, he told the bartender about what was happening during a storyline called Fear Itself. So, he's essentially recapping the story. Um, okay. At the end, he offers the barman a deal of eternal life with no pain. Um, He whisked him away to his realm, and he uses his blood and turns it into ink. Which technically, the ink would last forever, and he's not in pain. Okay, hang on. So he (laughs) he probably... (laughs) No. Okay. So he looks at the barman and he says, you have an eternity of no pain. Yeah. And you can live forever, is what he says. Well, words last forever, Connor. Oh, 
Yeah, but <laughs> that is Mephisto's really a yeah, but kind of character. Like, yeah, but that's not that's not specific. Oh, dickhead! Like, I didn't mean that. Yeah, he's a monkey's he's such paw a little shit house. <laughs> the um, and then just in terms of powers and abilities, it's quite the list. Um, he has superhuman strength. He can lift in excess of one hundred tons. Um, Jesus, superhuman speed. Uh, superhuman stamina he has uh, pretty much limitless stamina as his body doesn't generate fatigue toxins fucking uh, hell he has superhuman durability uh, a regenerative healing factor uh, immortality which is a pretty good one that's, uh, that's, I, I feel like that's better than a regenerative healing factor yeah. I can't die but I'm now healing about it so he's immune to aging and all known earthly diseases and infections. He is beyond the need of food, water, or oxygen. All right. So you're saying basically invincible. Basically invincible. Yeah. And then on the offensive, he um, he can manipulate magical energy. So that's like levitation, teleportation, changing the size of things, energy blasts of some kind. <laughs> Just vague energy blasts. Just yeah, those things that are like standard powers these days. Mm, yeah. um, and then he has shape shifting, so he can make himself look like whatever he wants. Um, the mystical deal, which is probably what he uses the most often, um, so he can fulfill any wish that someone wants in exchange for something that they have. Uh, once the agreement is sealed. It is virtually impossible for the victim to escape compliance. And wait, they see that they just say deal, or does he shake their hand? Uh, sometimes they just say deal. Sometimes it's like a big dramatic handshake or signing a okay. contract or something like that. Okay. Uh, um, but he can uh, ensnare astral bodies, meaning that, like, when someone is uh, in the astral plane, like Doctor Strange does, uh, Mephisto can just like hit him. And, like, actually fight the astral version of them um, and lock them. So, would Doctor Strange, would he struggle to defeat Mephisto? Uh, Sometimes. It it depends on the story and what's needed at that time. It depends how long Mephisto has been on Earth. Exactly. That's another factor of it. And Mm. it depends what kind of mood Doctor Strange is in. Because there was a great one where Doctor Strange and Mephisto... Um, were playing a game of chess to decide like who would be the king of hell or something like that. Um, and Doctor... S- oh no, I think it was Blackjack they were pay- playing. And uh, Doctor Strange cheats and that's how he wins. <laughs> Which is something you don't think but he cheated the devil out of it so fuck him, it'll be grand. Exactly. I will say, throughout this whole thing all I've been thinking about is the devil from Futuram. The robot devil. <laughs> the robot devil playing the violin. That's a very... Yeah, I like that. We'll keep that. That'll be the, the Instagram post. He's he's like the... He's the comic book version of that devil. And in... He also has some level of awareness to the medium that he's in. So he kind of knows he's in a comic book. There have been instances where he will pause in the middle of a battle and monologue to the reader of the comic. Right. So he's kind of got a little bit the Deadpool, but he doesn't use it as kind of a storyline progressing thing. He, no. he just He knows he's in a comic book. He's still just a shithouse anyway. Yeah, it's more like, yeah, I get you're there, but I don't care. 
Um, he would. And- he would make a deal with us if he could. He, he, absolutely, he would. And no, I'm not. I'm not even suggesting it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's also cool? He's immune to Ghost Rider's penance stare. Um, Which, actual- as we've discussed, is the stare that uh, Ghost Rider does that makes you remember every bad thing you've ever done and feel the guilt that you should feel about them. Yeah, and if you use that on Mephisto, it makes him stronger. Oh, of course, of course. Right? He's the devil. He gets He's off just on a cool bad character. shit happening. <laughs> Yeah, he is literally the bad shit. <laughs> yeah, he's all the bad things. Um, and then in terms of weaknesses, um, he's unable to force um, any sentient being to like bend to his will without that person's deliberate submission. Mm. Uh, so they have to agree to it. Um, and in, despite continuously trying to get a noble soul into his realm... Uh, he needs to corrupt them first. Because if anyone with a noble soul enters his realm, Mephisto will be damaged. So it's this really weird thing where he wants to capture a noble soul just to have one, but in order for them to safely enter quote-unquote hell, they need to be corrupted in some way, so they're not noble anymore. Yeah, so he he's constantly like, he wants, but he can never get it. So he's just constantly making deals for something that is never possible. Exactly, exactly. And another thing, if Mephisto is usurped uh, from his position, if he's, uh, as Ghost Rider did at one point, if he, if Mephisto is usurped as the king of hell, um, all of his mystical actions, including all of his bargains, will fall apart. Oh, right. So if he's defeated once, then every deal he's made is gone. Although I suppose if most of those people are probably dead anyway. That's it. That's it. and it's it's not like it happens all at once. It would they would slowly crumble and things like that. But I think that's a good way of like because now you can have Mephisto make deals with as many people as you want, and then you just write it that oh those deals aren't in place anymore. It's another door yeah, out oh, he's for gone. the writers. Yeah, he's gone. He, even if he even if he was only usurped for like ten minutes, is it, well he's gone now. Deal's done. Yeah, someone sat in the chair while he went to the bathroom or something. <laughs> it's like, yes, no longer, my parents are dead. <laughs> and you're cool. And on the Marvel 1-7 to seven rating system, Connor, uh, Mephisto has a durability of 7, energy projection of 7, fighting skills of 7, intelligent, intelligence of 6. Ah, uh, oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's dumb fuck. And <laughs> speed of 7 and strength of 7. Okay, hang on. You said... Uh, I ha- yeah, he has some powers. That is literally the most powerful character we've ever done on Hero Zero. <laughs> but, like, it mostly comes down to he'll make deals. Like, all of these powers... Like, Mephisto is above getting into a fist fight with someone. Some of the times when Doctor Doom summons him, Mephisto brings someone to fight in his place. But surely, if you were Mephisto... Every time you punch something, someone, you'd go, my fist, ooh, or some, something like that. I think I would have that nonstop. If my name was Mephisto, I would say that annoying phrase repeatedly. And then the other person was like, please stop, I want to end the fight. I'll, I'll agree to anything. <laughs> Just kill everyone I love. Just let me leave. I will, I will make any deal. I do not care. My, my deal is, can you stop saying my fist? Oh, <laughs> and then I'll give you anything. Um, so, like, he's an incredibly powerful character. Um, and th- th- it's going to be one of the tougher ones to translate to 
you know, MCU slash Disney Plus, I think. Because you, you need to be on board with this one, I think. And also, I think he's slightly universe-breaking, if he's that powerful. Yeah, I think that there's an element there that he's he's above anything else that anyone's ever faced. You know, how far, how high do you, would you say Scarlet Witch is? I think she'd pretty she'd rank pretty highly on those on those scales. Yeah, I would think like a lot of fives and sixes, in all actuality. Um, like it depends on the ver- you know, I always say this with comics. It depends on the version. Um, but let me let me actually see what the Marvel. Uh, universe has because there's because she's probably going to be the one to face him with all likelihood her and Doctor Strange probably as a duo yeah now in the on the official marvel.com website um, it's a durability of two energy projection of six fighting skills of three intelligence of three speed of two and strength of two (sighs) see yeah, but, and she's, like, super powerful. So that's the level. He's all sevens except for one six. <laughs> yeah, so you just have to somehow outsmart him? <laughs> I, yeah, he's only a six out of seven. He's a fucking... He's an idiot, boys. Let's go. Like, he's functionally omnipotent. Like, he has just all the powers in the world. Fucking hell. Wow. Okay. Now, I feel like I've learned a lot more about Mephisto, but now I'm scared that he's definitely going to win unless they nerf him. Yeah, but, uh, Connor, it is fiction as well, you know? Like, it, it, this isn't actually happening. No, is, is this not real? No, Connor. None oh, of this is fuck. real. Wake up. Jesus. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> no, but yeah, I I really enjoyed that report because it's a character that I think we're going to see a lot more of. Hopefully, that yeah, we'll I see th- a lot more of because he's a weird character, but I think he fits into the one division world. That's it, and with Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness and everything like that happening as well, and whatever the fuck is happening with Spider Man, um, I think he's a good cornerstone to tie everything together. Mm. Um. So, do you want me to take us out, Sean? Yes, please, Connor. So you can, if you want to support the show, you can head on over to our Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash here's for hire podcast. Uh, we've got lots of cool movie reviews over there that we've done over the past, oh God, nearly two years now, a year and a half maybe. Um, but yeah, it's, we've got movie reviews of Batman, Batman Begins. We got Spider-Man 2. We got Fantastic Four. Um, recently we did Guardians of the Galaxy only like two weeks ago, so that was for January's movie. But it's five dollars or more a month, and you get all of those reviews, and then you get your name shouted out on the episode and in the description and all that good stuff. And uh, we also have a fifteen dollar one, and you get a little badge that has your name on it, Detective Diverman badge, and a mug and a shirt that's exclusive to the Patreon. My God. Um, other than that, if you don't head on over there, you can do the very simple thing of just giving us a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on. Um, it may be even a comment, if you are so pleased, but a review, five stars, four stars, whatever you feel. It really helps us out on the algorithm and stuff like that. Um, you can find us on all your podcast apps, whatever you listen to on. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Heroes for Hire Pod, the four is the number four. Facebook, our Facebook group is Detective Divelman's Discussion Group, if you want to find that. That's all in the description below. And most importantly, it's just to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. Just the one, please. Um, so, I have been Conor Lawler. I have been Sean Main. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.